Hello and welcome to Connected, the podcast about people, ideas, marketing, technology and everything that's good in this world. I'm ASD, a digital man here at Mediacom. Hi, I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Transformation Officer here at Mediacom. And joining us in the room is Simon Fox. How are you doing, Simon? I'm very well. Nice to be here. Nice to have you here. Simon Fox is the Chief Executive of Trinity Mirror, having previously been the Chief Executive Officer of HMV Group, PLC. Prior to this, he was the Chief Operating Officer for Kisa... Kesa? Kisa? Kesa. I should know. Kesa. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Electricals PLC with the responsibility for the Kesa's subsidiaries in the UK and continental Europe and its e-commerce businesses. Uh, Simon began his career as a graduate trainee at Security Pacific Bank and worked at Boston Consulting Group. Thereafter, he founded Office World, the UK's first out-of-town office suppliers retailer and also previously has been a non-executive director of the Ge- Guardian Media Group PLC. Quite a mouthful. It's quite a career, quite isn't it? Career. Have, you, have you planned it, Simon? Um, no, I haven't planned it. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't know whether people do plan careers mm. or not. I certainly didn't. Um, as you said, my first four years in banking and consulting, um, I found quite frustrating and I realised that I liked to take decisions rather than perhaps just give advice. Um, and, and particularly in consulting, I found you, know, you could never really see whether the advice was good or bad. You, 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 you could never see any decisions through to action. Mm, yeah. So I left consulting um, to join a client. Mm. Uh, in industry and I really enjoyed it and then um, unfortunately I suppose that company uh, was bought I was made redundant interesting and so I found myself through that yeah Yeah. with really not knowing what to do but I had a few months of salary and so I thought well there was nothing really to lose by trying to start something Mm. and that's what uh, led me into setting up uh, what became office world um, which was a, a, a retailer of office products. Yep. And um, I ran that for nine years, built it up to 60 stores. Wow. Um, it's now owned by Staples. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, 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 um, I then decided that I really liked retailing. It was fast paced, um, you know, facing the consumer the whole time. Um, you could make decisions on a Monday and see what see the impact on a Tuesday. Um, so I decided to stay in retail. I joined Kingfisher Group, which at the time was Woolworths, B&Q, Comet, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, and yeah, my career since then, up until five years ago, mm. has been in retail. Um, and I realized that, of course, in retail, you've got to get very close to your products. And so mm. I guess with H&V and Waterstones, I chose to be uh, around products that I happen to like, <laughs> music, yeah. film and games, yeah. and books. Yeah. So it was great, it was a real uh, privilege. Um, uh, I was then on the board of The Guardian, as you rightly said, that really increased my interest in media. Yeah. And then five years ago, was lucky enough to get this job uh, running Trinity Mirror at you know, an unbelievably interesting and vital time. That's one word for <laughs> For traditional A difficult media. time, yeah. A really difficult yeah. time, but an incredibly formative time. I really almost feel, I wouldn't say last chance saloon, but mm. um, to be running a media company, a traditional media company right now, mm. um, you know, there, there, there isn't time to hang around. We've got to make uh, quick decisions. Mm. Uh, we've got to adapt fast. And, and therefore, it's quite a uniquely interesting mm. time to be doing um, what I'm doing at, at Trinity Mirror. And so far, it has been going 
it's been going well. Well, it's yeah. been going well. I mean, uh, I was going to say that, but I thought, yeah, yeah it's kind of you. Yeah, I filled filled in the blank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, certainly from a profitability, cash flow, profits. Uh, yeah, mm. it's good. Reputation of the bit of the of the our reputation yeah. has improved yeah. enormously. I believe our and sales of, team and of the regional papers. Indeed, yeah. and there's perhaps never been a better time. I think to be getting close to communities through our regional yes. brands i think the role they play in the community is more important than ever mm. um i think the mirror has a unique voice yeah um which i i do believe reflects a, a huge uh, proportion of the population yeah um, real people out there real people yeah. good people mm. uh, good people, people that yeah. care um and uh, and and so so it's a it, it's a really tough time but an exciting time and, and you know maybe an important time it, this is i just sitting here and this is the first time where because we've spoken to a lot of people and you speak to people basically i used to work in mcdonald's and i had six years in mcdonald's and it's the first like, we had there was always a copy of the mirror on in the the uh, staff room um and it's a weird i'm getting this weird flashback to my old life where it's you're right it's real people and it's opinion yes. forming and it's it's it's, yeah. it's fascinating that it's very important to a lot of people. It's massively important to the normal people outside this London sphere that we live in. Well, know? exactly, exactly. Um, and next week um, we're holding Pride of Britain. Um, yeah, much loved. Much, much loved. loved. Much and and, and, yes, and yeah. a really important part of the Mirror's brand, um, which frankly brings to life you know these extraordinary people doing incredible yeah. things. Oh, yeah, you um, can't watch that or attend that without a tissue because you you're going to cry. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's, it's really that and that Community Hero of the Year bit in Sports Personality. They are the two bits where people get, normal people get recognised, right? Yes. It's, it's, but then I've seen what our regional papers this year have done, you know, the team in Manchester during the dreadful attack yeah. of there. Yeah. Um, you know, truly at the heart of that community. Mm. Um, and of course the national, you know, everybody descends for a day or two. Yeah. But you know, we're there yeah. still, day in, day, day, in, day out. And um, you know, whether, you know, Hillsborough, I mean, there are so many things. Um, our Change for Life campaign, mm-hmm. uh, which we're delighted about, the organ donor mm-hmm. campaign mm-hmm. that the Mirror's been running, which is now... Front page headline, we've won, is that right? Well, pretty yeah. much, yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, it hasn't yeah. actually come into no, law, but, yeah. but mm-hmm. uh, you know, Theresa May says it yep. will be. Um, Labour Party is supporting it, so... I think we do good things. Massively. Uh, so you've had a variety of roles and got into them in, in really interesting ways. So apart from your current role, what's the most important job that you've had? Um, well, I don't know about important, but undoubtedly formative was the office world experience. Mm. Starting on my own, mm. literally with nothing. Was it you and a phone? Yes, it was. Yeah. 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 Uh, and oh. then there were three of us working from uh, my tiny little flat uh, so what it's was how that? Martin started, wasn't yeah. it? I guess it was. Yes, a tad bigger yeah. and more successful. <laughs> well. But what, what, what is that? Is that starting with a box of staples and selling that to an office, or how does how, what does that mean? Well, we um, the, the idea was always to open a, a, a store. That was kind of the the difference. Mm. It was going to be. So it was about lo- lo- finding the first mm. um, superstore, which happened to be in Reading. Um, you know, probably eight months till we opened it. Uh, it was May 1990. Uh, you know, building up to that, building up a team, opening the doors for the first time. Yeah. Would people come? Mm. And then going from there. What yeah. a feeling that must what, be. What it was fantastic. No, well, really yeah. fabulous. Um, now, H&B, um, 
struck our struck struck a chord with us obviously because again a, a business that went through very interesting times and was massively had the rug pulled from under it I guess because of digital in its broadest sense so are there things that you learned from your time at HMV that you've been able to put into play at uh, Trinity Mirror yeah I'm massively um, and remember HMV was HMV and Waterstones and mm. it was high speed digital disruption yeah and the the, the 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 thing that sticks in my mind most, but there, there were many, was the launch of the Kindle. Um, Christmas, I think it was 2008, when you know a million Chris, a million Kindles were sat mm-hmm. under a Christmas million Christmas tree. trees, and they got opened, and they sprung into life. And within six months, 25% of the fiction book market, yeah. uh, Waterstones. Yeah. fiction book market because uh, we were selling to book lovers and yeah. and the kindle was bought by book lovers um you know that that market just disappeared mm-hmm. in, in a phenomenally short space of time so it really felt like being in the eye of the digital storm uh, not dissimilar at hmv perhaps happened a little more slowly uh, and, and and obviously i'm in the same storm mm. now so huge learnings so you're, we've we've already talked about how important the um, I think there's over 230 brands uh, that you're in charge of, and so there's a lot of people have opinion on you whether you know it or not, right? Yeah. Whether you know them or not. What? How do you deal with that? Because obviously they don't know you, they don't know the way you do things, but that people have an opinion on you. What are your coping mechanisms for that? Um, I think my coping mechanism is not to worry about it too much. People will inevitably have opinions, particularly of customer-facing brands. Mm. Um, we should be doing this, we should be doing that. And uh, it tends to be that those views come from one particular angle, might be from a journalist or a pensioner or a shareholder or whoever. Mm. Um, I think my job is to have a balanced viewpoint, to take all our stakeholders in, into account and set a course and follow that course and be confident that that is the right course and to learn and listen mm. but um, not to certainly get upset by uh, people making often uninformed comments from the outside you're right? in a very powerful position yeah Simon. um maybe it doesn't feel like that on a day-to-day basis i mean i personally try and keep a relatively low profile I think what matters is the business and the strategy of the business it's not about me or you know I have a wonderful team around me Um, but but I think what matters is that the whole business knows where it's going and then that's what we do it's really interesting I mean are you a person that has always been able to do that or has it have you learned to do that through as in to not to worry a bit that that was a bit that caught my attention I not consciousness yeah yeah because is it a place where you've been you've put yourself in a position where you could you could win or you could fail like like starting a business and you've just learned to deal with the knocks or have you always been a person that's been able to not worry Uh, it's not that I don't worry I worry (laughs) a lot (laughs) um and I think it's important to worry, actually. Um, who was it who said, you know, you can't be brave unless you have fear. Mm. Uh, and, and I think it's important to, to have, have fear. Um, but my, I, I thought that, you know, the question is, am I, am I perturbed on a day-to-day basis by, by what people say? Mm-hmm. No. What worries me is, is our 
or, or doesn't or pleases me <laughs> is, is what we actually do, yes. our underlying performance and the decisions we take. And if I can go to you know, bed at night and I can say, yeah, I am, the decisions I took today, I, I feel absolutely confident were the right ones, then I will sleep peacefully. I love it. Now, I've seen you do magic. I didn't <laughs> know you'd been in the magic circle since you were 18. Mm-hmm. Simon's, if you get the chance to see Simon do any magic, definitely go for it because it's, it's, it's brilliant. Better than most musicians I've seen actually close up. Thank you. What's your favourite trick and how, why, why are you in the magic circle? I want to ask as well. And then, and then how have skills from magic helped you in your profession? Should we start with why? Yes, why? Um, I, was, I was always interested in magic um, as a child. I took it very seriously in my teenage years. My but sister very and I, seriously. yeah, very seriously. To, to yeah. get to the magic circle at eighteen, that's amazing. So my sister and I an act, and we entered the Young Magician of the Year competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a competition which, if you win, you tend to then turn professional. Yeah. And I that was a thought. Yeah. Um, in fact, we did quite badly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's that a good thing. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. We did quite badly. Um, but I decided to get into the magic circle. You also have to do a a show in front of the, the panel and I thought well I'll, I'll get that over with do it uh, I did it I got in yeah. and once you're in it's a bit like your driving test or whatever as long as you pay the fee every year they don't okay. throw you out okay. so I've not wanted to take the test again <laughs> okay. so I've remained a member yeah. of the magic circle but you, you, you must practice because the, the thing that I saw you do that's I mean that's I keep it bubbling you keep it bubbling over and um, my favourite trick at the moment of yeah. course is the torn and restored newspaper okay, of course <laughs> of course yes. because Classic. it yeah. fits into what I do I'm able to incorporate it in presentations <laughs> that I give it's just it's a great trick and of course it you know it's wonderful um for what i do and um now it's sleight of hand isn't it it's not really magic is it i'm afraid it is (laughs) not really magic so (laughs) does that has that helped you professionally magic is um, (laughs) well look magic is all about misdirection yeah that's that is the entire secret of magic Mm. that you are you are persuading people to uh, concentrate over there on the right mm. when the trick is sort of naughty business going on yeah. on the left. Yeah. And I guess that has got to be quite a useful yeah. skill. Mm. Uh, I don't consciously do it, okay. but uh, I think confidence perhaps, you know, just present day, getting up and doing a trick, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's quite a scary thing to do. Yeah. Um, so I think it's probably helped me uh, in terms of... Because people are looking for, can I see something, of aren't they? they are. they're, they're, you know, of you've got they your are. face with an audience of yeah. cynics, even if it's children, they're kind of... But it's helped me. I mean, I, I'm sure I wouldn't have got into university without it. I, I, you know, my interview, yeah. um, I was, it was not going well at all. <laughs> and then the guy interviewing me looked down. He saw oh, a member of Magic Circle. Yeah. He said, would you, uh, would you do the uh, magic show at the Dean's Christmas <laughs> wow. party? And I said, yeah, of course I would. Of course I would. Next thing I knew, I was in. And sure <laughs> enough, every year I did a big show wow. to all the tutors and dons at the dean's christmas party <laughs> so it's always been useful yeah how interesting, interesting. Uh, we're on to the questions we ask all of our guests so we can compare and contrast so what what advice would you give to someone just starting their career in our business um i have two kids who are just embarking on their own careers oh, yeah. so they they're both uh 
in jobs. I think the first thing I'd say, you're very lucky if you get a job in this industry. It's hard to get into. Uh, and it's hard to get into for good reasons because it's a very special industry. It's full of young people, bright people, exciting. So I think um, anybody starting in this career is enormously fortunate. Um, I think though that it's hard when you start to know whether you've chosen the right company mm. and assessing culture fit is really, really difficult. Mm. And um, I think you shouldn't be frightened if you don't feel comfortable where you are, mm. if the culture doesn't fit you as an individual, mm. um, don't hang around, stay in the industry, but try somewhere else. Um, I, I really think it's very hard to assess a culture from the outside. I think you can't assess a culture from the outside. I, I, I've been giving this advice to people, and but, but if you arrive and you don't like the culture, it doesn't mean that the career isn't for you. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But it's hard to know that. It is hard to know, so go somewhere else, yeah. um, but you won't change the culture. You, as a, somebody no, coming I, in, will I not agree. change the culture, so don't so think find you can. the right one. Exactly. And I, because and I, I would say that it took me a long time to find the right culture for me. And then I've been, everyone knows I've been here a ridiculously yes. long amount of time, so and, you know now but you I have found it, exactly, and I and I found it. Um, but before I found the right culture, I didn't know that you could. So mm. I'm really pleased that you're raising that because mm. people don't need to sit there being miserable. No, they don't. And, and, it uh, and the wrong culture does make you miserable. It completely yeah. makes you miserable. And I'm, I, you know, I can see it with my kids, yeah. whether they're happy, not happy, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, what else would I say? I, I think this business has become very complex and therefore to just focus on the end customer, yeah. the advertiser. Just always think about things through their eyes why is Amazon so successful? They're successful because they relentlessly think about the mm. consumer. Yep. And I think we can make our lives so complicated and, and just lose sight of what we're really here mm. for. Very good. Really interesting. You agree. Okay, this isn't just for you. This is our standard question. If you were a genie, what f I've never asked a magician this question no. though, <laughs> no. um, before. If you were a genie, what five commonly available objects would I need to put in a magic circle to summon you, please? So is a magic wand a commonly available? Yeah, yeah I, can, I can get it. There's, There's a, magic a magic shop, shop down there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So obviously yes. a magic wand. I was going to go for a pack of cards if you hadn't allowed my no, no, magic, magic wand. wand. Okay, magic wand. Um, lint, chocolate. Is there a particular type of magic wand? No, they're all... Well, oh, you know. I'm imagining really Harry Potter. That, Harry, yeah, exactly. Well, okay. Oh, that sounds like a anyone common answer. I'm embarrassed anyone, now. Anyone, <laughs> anyone Hamley's is fine. Fine, okay. Um, yeah, chocolate, yep. lint, uh, red fondant chocolate. Okay. I uh, have a cupboard stacked with it at home. <laughs> it is a terrible vice that I have a certain number of squares every day. So I love my chocolate. Um, a bike pannier. Mm. So I don't oh. do much cycling, but when I do, I tend to go on long trips. Um, done a couple of long trips with my son. Sort of, we cycle south of France, we cycle oh, various places. Lovely. I love these long distance bike trips. So I think lovely. a bike pannier would yeah, be good. good. Um, can I have a baguette? Yes, Absolutely. of course you can have a baguette. A fresh baguette. A fresh baguette. I yep. have a French wife. Okay. Um, we you know, spend a lot of time in France. So you only eat proper French bread. We <laughs> like our <laughs> French bread. <laughs> um, it is that. one of the things that 
our French um, friends slightly feel pity for us. About our bread, don't yeah. they? Our, our bread, bread is yes. terrible. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. So definitely one Wouldn't that. put up with it. No. no. A pan chocolat, maybe. A baguette, mm. preferably. Yeah. Um, and then a copy of the Daily Mirror. Of course. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, so after li- so it's been a disaster. Everything in your everything living Everyone's in your safe. house, everyone, every pet Everyone's is safe. safe. Uh, but what three things would you rush back in to save? And you've got a bit of time, so you can carry everything yeah. or okay. whatever. Yeah, because people sometimes go, well, I really want this, but I can't, I, can't, I can't carry it. It's okay. It's, 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 we're, okay. we're allowing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll start with something heavy then. Uh, <laughs> which, When I left HMV, they gave me a wonderful dog and trumpet uh, gramophone. Oh, did they? Oh, lovely. Oh, wow. Yeah, the old nipper yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would definitely rescue that. Oh. Can you Very. describe it? Is it... Is it massive? Is it it's not massive, but it's a big wooden horn. Oh. You know, it's exactly like the painting. Yeah, yeah. you remember? Yeah. How lovely! The, um, his master's and, and, voice. And it works. Yes, yes, yes. it works. Oh, yes. You've got to change the needles quite yeah. often, yeah. but it does yeah. work. So I'd rescue that. Um, and then I imagine, um, like your other guests, I mean, photo albums yeah. would be. Key. We, we we tend to put them in in those nice books, so yeah. I would go and rescue those. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a drawer of the, kind of the, the the artwork that our children have done oh, over the years. Yeah. So I would, it's quite a big drawer, but yeah. I would <laughs> probably get some help and open that drawer and take it out of the house. Um, do you have a favourite book? Your book, Sue. Uh, Your I noticed book. because, um, uh, and Andrew um, reminded me that you picked my book in your campaign A list. I did. Thank you very I much. Did. And I and I, it sounds creepy, I but I actually that. mean it. It's certainly, a Brilliant. book that I have gifted to many. Um, we need to do a lot more at Trinity Mirror around building our women leaders yeah. across the company. Because you've got some fabulous women there that I've met and spoken to. We have. Fabulous women, um, and as you know, we're also doing a number of things to uh, to to develop our women leaders yeah. across the company. Um, but statistically, it's not where it, it's absolutely not where it needs to be. So there's a lot more we need to do, and books like yours are mm. terrific in that regard. Do you have a personal um, fiction favourite from childhood? Yeah, I do. Well, I read quite a lot. Yeah. I have a long commute every day. Oh. I live near Maidenhead. I work in Canary Wharf. I take the train. Mm. So I tend to split my journey between emails yeah. and mm. reading. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I, I, kind of re- I always have a book on the yeah. go. My favourite book is The Count of Monte Cristo. Interesting. interesting. Yeah, interesting. I just interesting. love the. It's just such a great yarn. Um, but no, I, I read uh, quite a lot of fiction and non-fiction. Great. Um, if you had to choose one person to play you in a film about your life, who would it be? It would have to be a magician. <laughs> so I was thinking about this. Is it Dynamo or Darren Brown? <laughs> yeah. Probably Darren, Darren Brown. Brown. I think Barnum's so. got sort of weed, yeah. weediness, which <laughs> doesn't suit you Darren, at all. Darren Brown is a thinking man. Oh, he's great. Thinking so. woman's magician. Yeah. So. Um, okay, and now we're going to give you a billboard. Uh, where would you put it, and what would it say? Okay, so, um, well, first, in my office, I have a number of you might call them billboards. I have front pages, mm. mirror front pages, and there are, there have been some amazing ones. Yeah. So the 
my favorite, yeah. which I don't know if you've seen, uh, was when Donald Trump was elected. And it's a wonderful picture of the Statue of Liberty with her hands in uh, her face. Yeah, her head in her hands. Yeah, yes, yeah, saying, yeah. what have they done? Yeah. <laughs> but if I had to design one, um, it would say um, it would say that demand for real news sees Trinity Mirror's revenue and shares soar. <laughs> And I would put it on the DLR from Canary Wharf to the city <laughs> with a spare copy for outside the White House. Excellent. Love that. Love that. Now, the one thing you can't prepare for Indeed. is these questions, which are um, 100 questions, a toolkit for careers from Anne de Botton's A School of Life Around the Corner. So if you could choose one of these four, which are picked at random, read it out and then answer it, yeah, please. There's no magic trick. There's no magic trick, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what would you want to teach your child about the world of work? Oh, how funny. We've kind of covered it a yeah. bit in... So your kids have just started work. My eldest has started work. Two of them have. I have a 13-year-old. Um, so what would I want to teach her? I think, I, I mean, work is such an important part of life mm. that I would want to tell her that it's, it's, uh, it, 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 you've got to have fun and you've got to be happy and it's just it's part of who you are life's too short to be dreading monday morning exactly right uh simon fox thank you so much for your time it's been wonderful very great pleasure it's been lovely being here